gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex Retweet. What's happening everybody and welcome to this, the latest episode of the Firefly Funhouse. Oh wait, sorry, wrong notes. Uh, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I'm your host Stephen Wilson and today is a special show here at Suplex Retweet as in celebration of one of our own, Alan McLucas getting married this particular week and ruining the rest of his life. <laughs> uh, we are here to talk about wrestling weddings from days gone by. So, there's been so many wrestling weddings, it's going to be hard to talk about them, but yeah, we are here to talk about wrestling weddings in celebration of Alan. And also to celebrate Alan, we've decided to have this party without him. Yay! <laughs> Purely because he's too busy being dragged from pillar to post. <laughs> yes, what, what, what Dave said. Uh, so yeah, before we talk about that, let's meet today's wedding party, or as I'm known in these parts, the panel. <laughs> First of all, always the bridesmaid, but never the bride. But if the pattern is bad, it's, it's the father of the bride. It's David Hockney. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> How's it going? I'm not too bad. I'm excited for the big dog's wedding. Yes, I'm glad you said the big dog properly and not that other way that might get sued, David. Thank you very much. You're doing well. You've matured. I'm a changed man. <laughs> yes, he is a changed man, you know. He's going away for a, for a month and thinks he's changed. Anyway, enough about Dave. Uh, Next up is someone who cries more than the group's auntie does once the vows are finished. That is Sarah Grieve. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm just not going to cry. You're going to be shocked. Uh, Hi, Stephen. I think there's more chance of the apocalypse happening in the next... <laughs> I will end you. So what about the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> your point. How's it going? <laughs> I'm, I'm not too bad. I'm still, I'm still like celebrating my birthday. As, as, as it, apparently, it's happening. So yeah. Well, we're now in May, so you can't really say birthday one for anything anymore. We're now. It's only been a week. It's fine. Yeah. Tomorrow's another day, though. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to our next panelist. He's like the third cousin you're forced to invite, but because he adds nothing to the occasion. Scott McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> I volunteered to be on the show because you needed somebody. <laughs> and that's the things I get. Oh. That's going to be the best introduction ever. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Scott, how are you going? I was, fair, I was fine until that intro. Now, also, the only thing is messed up as a wrestling red, and it's probably a Game of Thrones red, and I think it's fair to say. And speaking of Game of Thrones, our final panellist has a heart as cold as the Night King in the headline of a White Walker. I can't argue back on either of those fronts, the, the heart part certainly. And it'll be really unusual, most of the weddings we're going to be talking about today happened on a Monday night, whereas the big dogs got Friday afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, Friday afternoon smackdown. It could be a thing starring in McMahon's, you know. They're the guests of honour and all that. And we've also got a man who I would describe as like the hat that the mother of the, the bride or the mother of the groom wears. It's loud, you can spot it from a distance, but at the same time it's a bit tacky and you're just going to stick in the cupboard after one use. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Wow, that's a quick round! Quite a 
few weddings I've been at, it's become a bit of a thing that everybody gets a hold of the mother's hat and has a shot at it. So does everybody have a shot and quack who? <laughs> Can you, were much simpler, uh, much more straightforward when weddings headlock random weekly TV shows. The wedding I want to talk about is the Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, a true love story as there was at the time. Oh yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the weddings, one of the only weddings I think we'll probably talk about, one of the only ever wrestling weddings that didn't have an interruption. Yes, as no, well. No shenanigans. Uh-huh. Well, not straightforward uh, in terms of the ceremony. And uh, the match made in heaven followed the match made in hell. The random match uh, of Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior versus uh, the. Well, uh, oh, what was the group called the Triangle again? of Terror. Oh, thank you, Triangle of Terror. When the Warrior chased um, Colonel Mustafa out of the ring with a chair, never to be seen again. <laughs> yes, the infamous backstage incident that no one will ever talk about. There were so many parts of this wedding I love. One of my favourite parts of it was when the kids were walking to the ring and you had them... So Macho Man got introduced first wearing his sort of traditional Macho Man gear, um, but in white. And then they had the, the rest of the wedding party, the bridesmaids looks like the little things that people, old people sit on top of toilet rolls the dresses they had on. This wedding doesn't age well in many ways. Uh, and then they had some some random folk and uh, these little kids and as the flower girl was walking to the ring, sprinkling rose petals on commentary, because every wedding has a play-by-play colour commentator, uh, you had Bobby Heenan call the flower girl a little litter bug which for some reason just cracks me up and still to this day cracks me up so the wedding went off relatively straightforward and it all looked like everybody was about to have a rather jolly time at the at the party which randomly Sid Justice rocked up to wearing jeans and a red shirt uh, no jacket uh, 
<laughs> and everything was going well until someday unleashed a snake on the bride, which normally doesn't happen at <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, then, is it? Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> for those who haven't been telling me, yes, I can see that coming up a mile off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was a, way, it was something. We're going to talk about the reception a wee bit, but um, say that one of the things you noticed at this wedding was a macho man's attire that Gary pointed out very well. I watched this for like the first time because like it's a lot before my time, but I think the comments I kept making is I was obsessed with the feather that was on his hat. Oh, yeah. Kept wondering if it would make Dumble fly. <laughs> like that was I was proper I think I spent about 10 minutes obsessing over this feather alone and then like the traditional attire that he actually had is like it's macho man written all over it but just in gold and white I mean gold and white like you never think that looks good together but it looked really good and I, I was obsessed I was proper obsessed with what he was wearing I don't care about the wedding itself it was the hat and the feather that did oh. it for me. You know, you just remind me of one of the best things about this wedding. It was the wedding that gave us the song together. Oh. <laughs> and the video package, how could that not bring a tear to your eye? I've heard the rumour that uh, David's going to be both performing that song at Alan's wedding and wearing the Macho Man's tux. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, the Macho Man's tux was pretty epic. And it, I like how he just wasn't like, you know, he was all clean cut or, you know, sort of toned down. He was just the Macho Man. He was always really loud and really sort of flamboyant with his outfits and he didn't do the same well he didn't do anything different for his wedding day and I think that really sort of suited him pretty well but yeah just like Sarah said I think it was really the outfit that sort of echoed like you could you could tell this was like macho man Randy Savage's wedding day it was magnificent mm. mm-hmm. and then there was the snake in the box but <laughs> I think that's the sort of main main sort of thing I remember Dave's, from that Dave's version of snakes in a plane snake in a box <laughs> snake in a box yeah <laughs> one of two that night Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> really? so, talk to us about the actual snake in the box and the reception. Then, um... yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that I noticed during the reception, during when the Jeep snake interruption. That once you've noticed it, you can not notice it as Sarah what you do. As I mentioned, it like when the glass shattering moment in *Harry Met Your Mother*, <laughs> when Jeep snake has grabbed the snake and he's pointing it, waving it towards Elizabeth. She's maybe looked terrified, but you can notice she's covering her face because she's trying not to laugh because well. It's ridiculous. Is it? Is she just laughing at snake in a box? No, she's laughing like, "What am I getting involved in here? I'm getting a snake waved at me." Was that an actual snake or was it just a rubbish thing? Uh, it looked like an actual snake. I don't know. He was flying. It was like throwing it around so much that you couldn't even tell. Hard to tell. That was around about the point where uh, Jake the Snake's snake actually bit Randy Savage one time. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Just after that. Just after yeah. So they may have went with the rubber snake. As of course the story leading up to this is Macho Man lost his career in that match at WrestleMania Seven against the Ultimate Warrior because a scary Sherry. He beat them up after the match. Uh, Elizabeth came to his rescue. They realised they were meant to be together. Eventually, yes, <laughs> eventually, Macho Man proposed, and Roddy Piper shouting at him to get on your knees! Get on your knee, rather, not knees! <laughs> get on your knees and beg. <laughs> Elizabeth! What I do love about that proposal is the large gap between him asking and her saying yes, because, like, obviously, you knew she was going to say yes, but just so watching it, like, imagine if she said no. Is that as tense? Most of the time, she just went, no. <laughs> How, how good would it have been if Hogan showed up and like, broke it up at the altar? I wanted it all along! You were right! I miss Elizabeth Hill turn. 
Oh God, I've not seen a heel turn like that since yeah. David Campbell. But then, <laughs> the biggest, the biggest face turn in history, you mean when David Campbell got <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> the, we can't hear that's how that been said about the court. <laughs> no, well, um, but yeah, they, they, the, the story then leads up with the reception to lead up to the match man being reinstated, but that scene with the snake uh, just before Survivor Series was something else. Oh yeah, well, that, that was absolutely... Yeah. Crazy that at that point in time. Uh, it is weird as well that I what we saw the reception, there was no shenanigans, you know. Mm-hmm. Would they have rather seen the shenanigans on the pay-per-view, folks? I mean, well, yes. Well, there so on certain DVD releases, you don't even get the reception, they just cut out after the end of the win, so the most important bit on some DVDs you don't even get to see. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think, you know, maybe apart from, you know, the, the snake spot, I, I don't see what they could have done else, you know, because it was just, it seemed... It just seemed nice, especially if they were featuring it on pay-per-view rather than just like a, a random segment on, say, like Raw or SmackDown. This one actually felt important. It's amazing as well that in 91 you got this headlining a pay-per-view while a couple of years ago he had to suffer Kane and Bray Wyatt. <laughs> 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 At least it wasn't the main event. Uh, it was the opening match. Is that not the main event in one show? No. Oh, no. Uh, Rotten and Bray Wyatt, apologies. You're thinking of- I think they're the one where they should have had Mizzen Dolph. Yeah, event. that was no mercy. Okay, well, worst one, Red Undertaker fighting himself in the main event. That was true, 94. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Stephen, I think that this this story deserved a happy ending at that point, so the pay-per-view finishing the way it did. I love how you said at that point. Was, <laughs> yeah, at that point, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that was a good way to end it, SummerSlam finishing up. Nice positive note. And then they had a story to tell next time they had Superstars of Wrestling. It's a shame that one of our last memories of uh, Miss Elizabeth was her running WCW with the total package. Yeah. Not the cable package. Not the cable package or the cable package. Depending on your own. One thing I liked how Randy Savage was wearing boxing wrap, uh, hand wraps at this wedding. You don't know things are going to kick off, and they did at the reception. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, if there was a fire there, that place was like going up. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh. no way about that. You got, to, you got to love a wrestling wedding, a wrestling wedding like that, you know. And for anybody who's asking questions of what happened, what we talked about, uh, the color commentary on for Alan's wedding will be provided by Ross McLeod and Stacey Smith. <laughs> 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 uh, moving on now to our next wedding, uh, I'm going to go with Sarah. Sarah, your one's, your one's a bit more recent than Gary's one. What was your choice? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's probably like one of my favourite ones. Um, it was AJ Lee and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> uh, Raw, like, Raw, it was like the whole big hook with like Raw 1000, yeah, CM Punk versus John Cena, blah, 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 blah. But you've got AJ and Daniel in the ring. Don't know what the hell was going on with that. <laughs> but it was the beautiful, beautiful ceremony until, you know, she's about to say, she does say, I do, but she's like, I'm not saying I do to you. I said it to another man, and you're like, wait, yeah. what? Oh, okay, yeah, Vince right. Comes Vince comes <laughs> uh, That's what like you initially think is like she's marrying Vince. You're like, oh god, not this again. Yeah, to be honest, it's I wouldn't expect anything less from Vince McMahon because there was that bit in 2006 where he was sort of parading around. Where I think well, Triple H's quote was, uh, "He's the man who dates girls a third his age." So I mean, creepy, kid. yeah. But um, yeah, so it was AJ Lee, it was a, I think more for me this is more about the empowerment because AJ Lee said yes to become a Raw General Manager that night and I think that, like, it was basically because we all thought that was going to be the end of the love rectangle and I remember talking about this on my power show. Should have been <laughs> <laughs> I know, I still wish it had been Kane because let's just face it, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> and yet it ended up being CM Punk. Ugh. Yeah, how it all is, badly. And, and, and Kane Femme, it's just like, hey, nobody. But yeah. <laughs> 
that I think that I, I just I love that wedding. It's like it was like dramatic, and it, I, I'm like the biggest cynic. I don't like weddings, but I love drama. I absolutely love drama. This is like one of the reasons why I watch sports entertainment and wrestling is for the drama. Did and you was, cry? <laughs> no, Careful while I throw things at you. Careful while I throw things at you. Sarah, you've missed the best bit about that wedding out. Mm-hmm. The Reverend Slick came back. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to not, not acknowledge that. <laughs> I am not. Sarah, let's be honest. Reverend Al Jackson voice. People probably say the same. Did you know who Slick was when he came out? Nope. <laughs> not gonna lie. Not a clue. I didn't know he was. <laughs> I had no idea, but I want to know now when I saw him. Oh, that guy was, as he said, slick. Yeah. <laughs> it's just his music coming out. His music's amazing. I know. It's <laughs> Hall of Famer. He is, yeah. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Hall of Famer. Manager of such greats as the Warlord. <laughs> <laughs> See the way they were talking about how like like in the ending of it, he's actually I'm becoming the raw GM. Well you're lucky that we got that ending because there's all these rumours that the original storyline was gonna be they would get married and then Brian was gonna have her committed because mm-hmm. the whole storyline all, all I've AJ's married sto- the crazy chick. Like, all AJ's storylines were she's a bit crazy mm-hmm. and she's gonna go to asylum and then fall in love with Dean Ambrose. This is story. That's how Ambrose is going to debut. No, I remember there were seen rumours about that. Apparently, that was they were teasing Ambrose's debut, saying. But I, what I didn't like about this is the fact that they were sort of trying to make a story out of uh, like mental health issues, like, and you know that was one of the things I think AJ was pretty outspoken about. Oh, she's spoken about it in a book plenty of times. Yeah, so I thought that was quite kind of distasteful. The fact that you know she was like, oh, she's crazy, she's insane, and she's sort of, um, and then obviously they had. Uh, CM Punk saying that line like I I dig crazy chicks or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it, it did seem a bit uncomfortable at times, and the whole build up between WrestleMania and that point, where it was sort of you know flip flopping a bit, mm-hmm. uh, it, it did seem to have a really clear pattern at all. So okay. yeah, it was kind of the, it was kind of the fact that um, we kind of got um, I think it was like cause it, was, it was Kane at one point, then Punk and Brian were going between it, and then Punk beat uh, Daniel Bryan in that match on the pay per view, and then the next night just Daniel Bryan went. <laughs> he's like much jealous, yeah, jealous boyfriend. He, he doesn't. He didn't want her at the time, but then he's seen her with other people. Because it was it was weird that way. Like AJ called that match down the middle, and yeah. Manny's bride. You know, could have not done something different with that one. You know, it was a weird one type thing. I, I feel that they actually overexposed her character around about that time. Because I think right after that, she was never the same. And Brian was like sort of being just mean and horrible to her for months as well. It just seems a bit, bit backwards. The fact that. Um, you know, you got to that point where he's essentially popping the question, even though he treats her so badly. That's why she should be Kane. Kane showed her nothing but love. I know Kane loved her for who she was, <laughs> and she kind of loved him for who he was. I think. Well, I think because <laughs> you're advocating love for Kane. Well, even Kane and Kane were perfect together. Kane has a mixed history with Wednesdays. We'll get into later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kane has a mixed history. Kane has marriageable material. That's all I could say. Really? Well, well he's a man now. Uh, you mentioning. Kane there, and we'll probably come on to talk about white suits <laughs> very popular in WWE weddings. I gotta say, I think Daniel Bryan pulls his white suit off. Oh, in he this does. Wedding. Oh, yeah. He does. I think he looked better then on his, than on his actual wedding day. Oh, yeah, he looked like a hobo then. <laughs> <laughs> he was quite well groomed at this point in his career. Yeah. Aye, he's like a buzz cut and a much tidier beard as well. See, that's what, like, I remember Bree saying on an episode of Total Divas that it was when her and Daniel met, that's when he stopped shaving. <laughs> It's like, it's like, oh, I met him, yeah, it's like, this, was, it just sort of developed. <laughs> it was, when I was looking back, I was on YouTube and there was a thing about uh, 
when you look at wrestling wins, there was a video or something, it was um, Daniel Bryan like uh, kissing both the Bellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he ends up with Gail Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Secret girlfriend, come on. Yeah. And it was actually Nikki that kissed him first as well. Imagine how that would have ended up if she had actually ended up with Daniel. I don't see how they haven't written that into a storyline for Total Divas or Total Bellas yet. Because that's just distasteful. Yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> they've been married for so long, oh, they've got a child now. This is WWE we're talking about now. They are a little bit distasteful. They're retired. Brain, everyone's retired, so it's we, fine. We, we talked about occasions with the SummerSlam win for the last one. This was probably one of the biggest occasions you could have had at that point, having on the 1000th episode of Raw. Mm-hmm. You think that added to this a bit? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm, yeah. They only announced it a week ahead of time, though, didn't they? <laughs> nah, yeah. It was a week before, and there was a couple of skits on the show, and Daniel Bryan getting himself ready. I think he was talking to somebody backstage, somebody with the white coats or something backstage in the show, didn't they, Doc? Oh. Can't remember. Can't yeah, he was on these white coats because, again, the, the implication was he was trying to have her committed, and then, but they didn't go the whole hog with the storyline because then she just becomes uh, Raw GM, and then she gets Brian committed a few weeks later, and they do try to do this tie with the whole anger management thing, <laughs> led into Team McCain. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's when his yes chances are turned into no chances really. He just went crazy after mm-hmm. that wedding. Mm-hmm. That was good because we helped Brian's character, but as Sarah said, after this wedding, AJ's character kind of got a bit flat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, like, I did actually like her for GM. Like, I think she was probably one of the better ones, but it's her, she, she wasn't the same after that, but I love, he, I love her till the end anyway. Then he put her with John Cena and put her with Dolph. Isn't that when the Daniel Bryan's goat face chant started because The Rock came out and basically slated them? I mean, the gag just beat Jolt oh. and that Oh, yeah. Hey, we forgot about this. The poor guy gets turned away. He's when and The Rock comes out and just Rocky verbally Pop abuses them, yeah. And Rock and Pump both coming after it, you know. <laughs> I think one of, the lines, yeah, one of the lines he used, I think it was like, um, the, you look like the, the result of if a lumberjack banged an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Jeez. Oh wow, dude. No, that's actually Wait, no, that is legit what The Rock said. Like, I'm not like. We shall leave it to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good that we got a sh- uh, we got our first wrestling shenanigans though, and it would have to involve. I love shenanigans. It would have to involve a man. This was the last time they did a wedding, isn't it? I think. I mean, uh, you, WWE, you, I think. Yeah, yeah you yeah, can't count yeah. Rusevalana because that was a wedding reception kind of thing or a yeah. celebration of they've, marriage. They've done a couple in TNA. <laughs> and they have they've got a couple in ICW mm-hmm. we'll talk about later on but there's not been really any, many in, in WWE it's just a, it's a, it seems like a thing that Vince would like to go to the well on quite a lot you know I mean you've got perfect lot yeah it's because he's went to the well so many times that the fact that it's, we haven't had one since 2012 which feels like ages ago because they used to have them almost so frequently I know they should, mm-hmm. they should they should swap it they should make their weddings more frequent and they should make the Hell in a Cell matches less frequent Making him feel special again. Then. Wedding inside a hell of a cell. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, and Stephanie's going to have to be in that because she's like in like every second wedding. I know. <laughs> Stephanie loves a wedding. Uh, Stephanie and Kate are the common denominator in half these weddings. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a while to find love. <laughs> <laughs> it takes to become a mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is a this is a good wedding. This is a good example. As, as, as we rightly said, it was the last one we got, so it's fitting. That we got to discuss it on this show. Um, speaking of the big red machine, <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Yes. What's your wedding of choice? Well, it's mine's... not Kane. It's not Kane. It's not Kane. Is it Kane? Yes, it is. Right. <laughs> this is me you're talking to. <laughs> See, this is a wedding. It's the, almost the complete antithesis of what Gary was describing with us. <laughs> where Lita was somehow the almost abusive husband that 
and the marriage she didn't want to be involved in became and then she turned with Edge and then suddenly she's the heel and uh, also it was also because it came out she cheated on Edge and Mule they done a thing the week before where she took her wedding ring she got for Kane and flushed it down a toilet and uh, and the priest in this I was watching this wedding earlier on on YouTube the priest in this looks very uncomfortable especially when the crowd are chanting boring and they're shooting slot at, uh, at Lita and he looks very uncomfortable like Edge and Leah start uh, kissing before they, he pronounces them and he's just got they're going <clears throat> so I'm saying like you're not an actor you're probably some poor priest who doesn't know what wrestling is that they've dragged <laughs> in and I chose this purely for one moment and if you've seen this wedding you know the moment I'm talking about I don't, I don't care about your true love and all that I like for my wedding is seeing a priest get tombstoned <laughs> and I'm not saying if nobody gets tombstoned at Gary's wedding it'll be a total letdown I'm just saying it's something to think about Alan's wedding. Alan's wedding. You said Gary's wedding. Messy Alan's wedding. Gary's been married for a while. Was anybody tombstone? If not, you've. Stephen got choke slammed. Close enough. I'll take that. It's a great moment. So, yeah, this is the wedding of Lita and Edge, which did have a key element, as Scott said. So, it definitely was an interesting wedding. How did he go away with that? I've got no idea. No, uh, Dave, there was one aspect that Scott didn't touch upon uh, that I thought would be good to talk about, what they did absolutely brilliantly, was the, the tease of Mr Matt Hardy. Yeah. Which yeah. was done so well in this actual win. Yeah. Great bit of drama. Because uh, Matt Hardy's status with WWE was always a bit up in the air because I think he was released the year before. Uh, because, you know, he, he had an injury and then just released unceremoniously and then fans were clamouring for, for WWE to bring him back. And I think that was around the sort of point, you know, Matt was attacking Edge backstage as well. So, like, almost completely unannounced and, you know, security was stepping in, dragging him out. So it did have that sort of, uh, sort of real-life element to it as well. And, but there was also that controversy about, you know, Matt Hardy and Lita were originally an item, but then Edge was cheating on her, or was cheating with Lita against Matt. So having that sort of real-life element and bringing Matt's music out of nowhere, it did, uh, I remember the pop as well, and it was such a huge pop as a result. But what I can't get over is, is that, you know, they were just, Edge and Lisa themselves, they were so sleazy about it. You know, it was, and I mean, I'm all for public displays of affection, but that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, that was just insane. To, to put it in perspe- perspective as well, that was not, they did worse. And the months later. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a uh, live celebration, was yeah, it? Yeah, after Edge's first WWE title win, was it? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that title was christened. Oh, David Campbell and his granddad found out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that well, story. Other championships have seen worse times. So. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> yes. I, I did love yeah. uh, Edge coming out with, with a cane for some reason, and he came out with his Money in the Bank briefcase. I just made you think, if Noah Allen being the current youth as our champion, like if he could bring his title out when, for his wedding, you know he would. I love the way he, Edge was dressed. I don't know how to describe him. He looked like Michael Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a reject from Motorhead. Yes. Well, Michael Hayes did manage him well in his career. That, this is true, this is true. Uh, and Lita's um, choice of wedding gown. Um, there wasn't a lot of material so, on that, was there? It's, it's, it's a great difference to the gown she'd worn Mansella that we'll talk about a bit later on in the show. <laughs> that was completely the opposite. Yes. I think it's fair to say. It's like, um, you might have still just wrapped the toilet paper around you and that was, was that's what it looked like. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, what do you think of the live? Did you think this was a bit too cheesy? I mean, sleazy? this wedding, to my, my taste, was a bit tacky. So, 
I, I don't have really have much to contribute for this winning. I just thought it was really tacky. It was very, very <laughs> but, but I think it's fair to say, I know he had his own moment a few months earlier on with his grand wedding <laughs> to later, but um, Kane's comic timing, <laughs> I think is a thing of beauty. Yeah, the fact he just pops out the ring like, as they're about to say I do, and his face is really... He's just gurning. No, it's, 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 it's the priest at the point yeah. where the power vested in me and Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they actually told this priest anything. <laughs> he just kind he of, did seem a bit sort of genuine, like because he was like clearing his throat where they're sort of really just like making out with each other before they've even said like done the I do's and stuff. It was oh, I just remember watching that and I felt so uncomfortable uh, just looking back at it. Uh, but this was peak ruthless aggression era, so they could be a bit more pushing the boundaries a bit with these sorts of things. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and the thing with most wrestling weddings, scary as they, they're meant to kind of continue some sort of feud and sort of angle. Do you think this helped with the edge? Uh, Kane thing, or do you think it was just kind of like an excuse to do it do a I think it was the latter. Um, yeah, I think it was the latter with that one. Um, I just it was, this one was so random in so many ways. I, who, who brings the money in the bank suitcase to a wedding? <laughs> If you're Mr. Money in the Back and you so happen to be getting married, yeah, I would bring that briefcase down with me. Just like if you're the suplex retweet champion, you're probably going to bring the belt with you. Oh, no, yeah, that's what I said. If Alan uh, Goody would. Don't let him have the belt. I, I hold the belt in, in Lock and Key and Lindsay and I may just forget to bring it with me. Oh. There's, there's, a, there's a chance. told not to bring it with you. <laughs> there's, a, there's a chance that Vince just woke up one day and went, you know what would be funny? Watching a priest skip tombstones. Yeah. He just created this whole thing. I mean, to be fair, he was right about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Even though you quickly would see that guy's head is nowhere near the mat. Can we, honest, what was better? Uh, this or the Pete Rose? <laughs> oh. This. This, probably. The, this. Because <laughs> the Pete Rose one they overdid, they did it too many times after the first one, whereas they just. They do like just one and done with the priest being tombstoned. It's a joke you don't want to run into the ground. Yeah, definitely. Oh, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> run into the, the ground, definitely. I mean, in, in terms of. I know it's a favourite for that moment, but in terms of wrestling, how would we rank this one in terms of all of them? Would we rank it quite high for the actual wedding aspect? Mm. I mean, we could separately rank the wedding and the tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably what gives it points, but. I, I'm going to deplete points for tackiness. Yeah, I'm rating this quite low. I think it was it was sleazy, it was uncomfortable to watch, and that poor priest as well. I mean, that was the only good thing about it. Kate, like, the Dave, only I'm good not thing convinced about... he's a real priest. <laughs> yeah. I know, but it's, 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 it's the only good thing about that wedding didn't involve the bride and the groom, and it was a sleazy wedding anyway. So it's well, most WWE weddings, the best thing doesn't involve the bride and groom. The best thing about the Axana. Goldust wedding from NXT was it Kenny oh. Gazi was the minister. Oh. <laughs> that was the best thing about that as well. And on that note, Gold Slicking you top it with the million dollar man. <laughs> One other thing, Goldust brought the million dollar championship with him to the ceremony. I know. I love that. It's great. Well, that's between this piece and Teddy Riassi as an actual minister. <laughs> and, unfortunately, and unfortunately, he did not get tombstone, so... You know that The Rock's an ordained minister as well? I do know that, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ross probably tells the best all the time, Ross, <laughs> The Rock will marry me. Yes, it was Sarah. Yes, it's... I am actually here as well. Has he seen Could a you not have said this? I don't know. <laughs> Are you not doing Alan's wedding? <laughs> he never asked me, no one ever asked. 
Did you ever tell me? Please tell us more at this point in time, actually. You can do it over there and it's easy enough. Why are you up there this morning? I got bored over Shug's weekend a couple of years ago. That would be funny. Wow. So you're registered yourself. Yep, I could do it before weddings. Oh, I'll not kill you. You could have saved him a ton of money. Whoops. I'm the best up anyway. You better hope he doesn't just, listen to this. He's gonna be just, just, just to let you know you can't cry too much when you're doing the weddings. I don't cry at weddings. Right. <laughs> oh, well. you need to take a tombstone as well. I'm not taking a tombstone. Oh store. yes. <laughs> I'm not officiating this wedding. We'll get Andy Mitchell. He's trained. He knows how to do it. Alright, Andy can keep me safe. It's fine. First pillar of the old tombstone, you. This finisher is a choke slam. So He'll keep me safe. It's fine. There. I like Andy. <laughs> Can we please stop asking me to get tombstone because it's not happening? So I think, um, to summarise this wedding, tombstones, tombstones, <laughs> and more tombstones. Tombstones what makes it memorable, yes. It's absolutely, it's a, it's a fine moment, it's probably up there as one of the top moments of Kane's career. Uh, when you look at some of the moments he's had in his career though, it did, uh, Electrifying Shane McMahon's testicles will not get close mm. to that particular moment. Uh, but that has been the first three weddings that we've talked about in this week's show. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but tune in in a couple of minutes' time where we're going to be talking about some more weddings, both from the WWE and closer to home. And then we're going to do a, go through some other weddings that we didn't pick between us. But here's some of the best moments from wrestling weddings of WWE past. We'll see you in a bit. This is the big ticket, King Killer. This is Cardiac Guy Williams King. It's your boy, Kelly. House. Eat, sleep, suplex, retweet. Pronounce you man and wife. Goldust, you can now kiss your bride. Oh! I told you. Oh, cool. they're married, right? I give you this ring as a sign. I give you this ring as a sign. Of my constant faith and abiding love. Of a constant faith and abiding love. I now pronounce you to be husband and wife. All right! You may kiss your spouse. All right, he's going to uh, kiss her. Look at that. Uh, now they're getting ready. Oh, Jesse, what do you think of that? Look at that. It looks like two carp in the Mississippi River going after the same piece of corn. to Daniel. I was saying yes to someone else. Another man who made a proposal to me earlier tonight. Allow me to introduce you 
to the new general manager of Monday Night Raw. AJ! AJ? Oh my God! What? I now pronounce you as the unholy union of darkness. You may now kiss your bride! Oh, for God's sake! Let's get to the final chapter in this love saga. Once again, true love. You should take a look at this. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Oh my God! I hate you! Now I pronounce that you are husband and wife. You may now kiss the bride. Well, let's see some of that macho. This is Adam Maxted, and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson, and I'm joined by Sarah, David, Scott, Gary, and Kwaku, and we are talking about wrestling weddings in preparation for one of our own, Alan McLucas's big day this coming Friday. Before we get back onto the topic, I would like to thank uh, KOE and Adam Maxted for being the voices of this week's show. You can listen to Kwaku's interview with your boys KOE. KOE, baby! <laughs> on our back catalogue on all good podcasting sites again. To search for Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet, the podcast platform of the second half, Podchaser. <laughs> <laughs> Podchaser. And our interview with Adam Max said will be on there in the next couple of weeks. No Monday. In the next couple of weeks. An <laughs> <laughs> interview. Is there on Monday? And our interview with Adam Max said will be available on Monday. So you can check it out on all good podcasting sites. Uh, right, uh, let's get back to the rest of the wrestling weddings. And we're going to go back to Kane. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> and go to David! Yeah. David, what's your choice of wrestling wedding? The first one I ever saw when I started watching wrestling, Kane and Lita. The, the wedding from hell, as ah. a lot of people <laughs> described it. 
that should have stayed in hell. Mm, yeah, <laughs> honestly, this storyline was messed up right, for, right from the word go. Because um, Kane impregnated Lita because he wanted to carry on his legacy. And then he wins a Till Death Do His Part match against Matt Hardy at SummerSlam, where Lita would marry Underrated, the winner. An underrated classic. Yeah. I was just happy to see Kane win a match. <laughs> and then they have this wedding set up. It's actually really well done because they've got a piano player in, they've got a cellist in. Kane's dressed in all white, which is, oh, it's just it's just weird to see him anything other than black and red. It's, it's weird. Um, but yeah, the, he has the the best man, the flower girl, the priest come out, but then the exclamation point of all, Lita comes out wearing a black dress. Mm-hmm. And it's meant, uh, apparently, if you wear a black dress on a wedding, I don't know if this is superstitious or not, it's, uh, apparently it's bad luck, or it brings, like... It's taboo, you don't wear black to a wedding. Mm. Well, I think it's because it was like, everybody was wearing white, it sort of has the exact opposite that she's doing it, because it's, it's she's, not ha- she's not happy with it at all, yeah. <laughs> and, but... They see when they're reading their vows and stuff, that was... <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't expect anything from the two of them in that particular position, because you had Kane saying, uh, Lita, you are now officially my property. And then Kane's like... Oh, sorry, Lita's like... Um, Kane, you're a... You're just a sick individual, and I hope you rot in hell. <laughs> you probably took that as a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Is you could tell he was getting angry like whenever things weren't going exactly the way he wanted it to, and then he just... He does the whole anger management technique and he's like, that was lovely, dear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you're talking about that, Scott. Uh, the anger was very visible when Lita yeah. started coming down the ramp. Uh, yeah, it was just this the change of his face, still smiling, and then just a scowl on his face, which he always did so well. The, mm. you know, and I didn't know the, the whole thing about the black dress and all that. I was too young to comprehend this storyline when I first watched it. You were just... You were just... It's just good family entertainment back then. Scott was just like Kane's in the main event segment of Raw. I just loved the SummerSlam match for the chokeslam off the top, to be honest with you. I thought it was a good spot. It was a very good spot, actually. Well, Matt Hardy. He takes such an awful bump and see his girlfriend get carried out by the big red monster. Well, to be fair, you can see worse things from her in lunch to come, to be honest with you. Have, have you ever seen a groom as sweaty as that <laughs> on the altar? He was sweating buckets there. He, uh, I mean, you're right about the suit looking very dapper, his the facial expression. But my goodness, you, <laughs> there was some amount of sweat coming off that brow. It was uh, saying I quite like what I quite liked. Um, they had the thing the week before. I don't even, but they had the thing where they. It was the, the wedding invite was on like a video, and it was like Kane being out. You invited to our wedding. <laughs> oh god! It just summed up how creepy this whole build-up was to this uh, show, to this whole thing. The piano player and the cellist were actually playing Kane's theme, like on the music Thanks. as he was coming down. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> and then my mouth was moving. No words came out. It came out as Dave. She's our dream master, and she's a ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> Women of many talents. No, um, let me just say, like, let this be a lesson to everybody. Don't put the freedom of your boyfriend slash or girlfriend up in a wrestling match. Don't put it up. It's like, freedom, just don't do it. Because it's never going to work out for you, is it? It's, it's the ultimate thing of... Um, the pe- there's probably some people out there who don't think wrestling's scripted and it's like, well... Don't put the freedom yeah. of your, your, your yeah. significant other up. But you, you got really annoyed at the point when you, when you were a kid and that happened. It's like, Matt, defend him! <laughs> Team Extreme, follow <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely, but I, 
I don't know. I mean, I actually felt like this was like them going or like all the stops like they decided or like I'm like I was supposed to say. Um <laughs> the like the cellist and everyone all playing like his theme and like the best man was like a proper goth. I absolutely loved that. Like with makeup. That was I don't think it wasn't available that It was the involvement of Trish Stratus though. Oh god. <laughs> they've, actually, they've actually cut that out from the, the YouTube video. I, they cut that out on the YouTube video, so you actually have to like go back and watch it. I mean her attire was a little bit questionable. I don't know why the hell she was wearing what she was wearing. To be honest, at least it was better than <laughs> what Lita was wearing on the edge on the edge wedding. Why was she wearing it? Because it was a segment involving a woman in two thousand and four. That is very true. Yeah, women have got be, the women have got to be as skimpy as possible. It's evolution. <laughs> they should have domination saved <laughs> for the context of the listeners. We are the nation. You guys are strange. Please don't speak at any liberation that are stupid. Do not. There was that bit with Eric Bischoff doing the Bible reading as well. I mean, that, that was just weird. I mean, it does think it really added anything to it. Bischoff's got a great track record from weddings, which we'll talk about later as well. One of the things I loved about this wedding is. Um, what followed it, the, and we touched on the story a wee bit when we talked about the the turn yeah. of uh, Lita and Ed. So you had, I remember the match, I think it was just the pay-per-view after this, Shawn Michaels and Kane, mm-hmm. and um, HBK wins, and thanks to Lita's interference, and as Lita's, as HBK's leaving, he sort of takes um, um, uh, Lita by the hand and kisses her hand, and then walks away and it's like, well that's not much of gentleman you've left her with this monster. <laughs> You're supposed to save her from this. Yeah. Uh, and then it obviously leads up to the, the, the story of um, Edge and Lita turning one board. aspect oh, yeah. of it, of um, Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. I even wrote Snitch Day Out down here. Because <laughs> it, it then turns uh, Kane and Lita are onto the same page, yeah, despite everything that she's just <laughs> done to her. Gary, I know this will get you excited, it's came in my head, and the rest of the panel will forget it, but it also led to the match at Backlash the next year between Kane and Viscera. Oh, <laughs> five star classic. Yeah. Five star classic. <laughs> when uh, Trish was with Viscera and Lita was with Kane. Oh, yeah. they actually had a really good backstage segment, Kane and Lita, because you know, after the whole thing. I think that Trish and Viscera. No, <laughs> well, Trish and Viss had some backstage segments which were. Maybe not the most tasteful segments, but... Fist not bad, a big splash in arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Stupid blaster, yeah. Rolled it out for a few months. Yeah. Fist but put it on the shelf, just after Snitsky punted Lars Sullivan in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It was It wasn't his fault. <laughs> oh, I love that name going around. It's so class. <laughs> oh, the, good, no, the best bit is with Snitsky's, was it WrestleMania uh, 21? Ones with the Hollywood, the taxi driver one. Well, the cat, the yeah, cat the, falls behind them. So, yeah, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, how do we rate this wedding? Matt Hardy obviously came out and he got choke slammed from the stage. Yeah, it was, was a great spot. Yeah, he was written off, but it was a nice ending, though. He was carrying Lita out. As if it, you know, Kane was just pretending <laughs> no. as if it was like his actual that wedding. That was a nice ending. No, that's the thing. That's the sadistic thing about we it. Never Kane, saw, we, we thought we'd never see Matt again. See, in Kane's eyes, you know, it was like this was his ideal wedding day and he didn't want anything to go wrong. And, you know, he was uh, carrying over the threshold and stuff. It was. Um, I think in his eyes it was fine, but to everybody else it was just oh it was yeah that, it was memorable but in a like a a sadistic kind of way. 
But I think that's what makes it good. Because people always remember it. so entertaining. Yeah. It's everything I want from a WWE it's a, wedding. It's a, it's a great main event segment. You know, what can go wrong? It was, it was very... A lot of things ever. Now, <laughs> uh, moving on from that wedding, we're now going to go into our next one. And it's going to be coming closer to home. And it's from Mr. Kwaku Aji. Yes. Kwaku, tell the listeners about your wedding. The Jason. greatest wedding that's ever happened in wrestling history. <laughs> the holy matrimony between Viper and DCT. Oh. Oh. oh, oh! I want you to go. Oh, with every break I do. Okay, not every break. Oh, Austin the what? But I mean, first of all, the lead doctor they had the pull promotion stag doers. Best stag doer. Oh, absolutely. Best stag doer. I mean, it's it can rival Alan Amsterdam, the Barkle, or whatever you want to call it, but it was right up there. But the ceremony itself. It started with the possession of the different people. You had Billy Kirkwood coming out in a dress. Cause he was very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I, beautiful. I think I even said to him when I saw him afterwards, I was like, eh, for the record, I would. <laughs> and he laughed at <laughs> that. And then we had the rest of the pole promotions coming out. Coach Trip having a tie that was shorter than anything else <laughs> still, still got his whistle around his neck yes yes you need to referee a wedding uh, just in case just in case, just in case. Feel this, it, it would have been useful <laughs> um, and then we had DCT coming out to the ringing of the bowls and oh I just remember how electric that atmosphere was that was a questionable wedding attire as well yeah. <laughs> yeah it was he was very ruggedly handsome I'll have you yeah, know was, what was he wearing uh, basically, his trunks, right? <laughs> and it was white and gold, and he was wearing a waistcoat white and gold and a bow tie. So he basically looked like somebody that had been booked for as a stripper for a formal black tie event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, he just, just described a male stripper. I'm sensing a theme with the wedding with the black and with the white and gold here. <laughs> uh, Viper comes out looking grand and amazing. Her mum. Uh, walks her out, which, which is amazing. Yeah, Sarah started crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but she actually I was like, I'm not the biggest wedding, does she look beautiful? This was the same day she became ordained. <laughs> but, was it? Uh, <laughs> there was a special <laughs> guest minister, and it was Rap Florence of Burniston fame, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> during, the, during the ceremony, and they're asked to do the vows. And Viper says the colour line of coming to my garden of love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Title of your sex tape. <laughs> Don't call it the name of reality for nothing. <laughs> to watch the whole crowd started chanting, get her pumped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> In the nicest possible way. I think even DCT got a get him pumped. Um, Chan. So, as CW fans shared a bit of equality there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, they get married. Well, before they get married, Jackie Polo comes out. It looks like he's going to break it up. I, yeah. It looks like he's going to break up. And it's drama. Yep. And he said, and he said to DCT, Now, you know that I think you shouldn't be marrying this bitch. And the whole crowd was like, whoa, and DCT's face was proper raging. And he said, if she's happy enough for you, then I'm happy with it. Slapped him twice, and off they go. They get married. But then, this, this, it doesn't even end there, Gary. This is amazing. This is not a beat, quackers. I'm gripped. I feel like I'm there. So, they get married, but then 
general manager Red Lightning, now known as Rudo, comes on the TV Friend screen. Of the show. Friend Cross of the show. Cross his pal. And he said, I have got a wedding for a wedding gift for you too. It's the Brady Ground. Out comes the 55, so it's Bran, uh, Tim Wiley, Kid Fight, Sha Samuels and James R. Kennedy. No one Ross's pals. <laughs> all come out, rush around the ring, and bear in mind, in the middle of the ring, they've got a table and a, and a wedding cake, which seems, uh, you can tell at the start, somebody's going to go through the table it's somehow. wrestling law, isn't it? Exactly, it's got to happen. If there's a table in the ring, someone has to go through Sometimes. it. There's a cake yeah. to us, someone has to go into the cake. But no. No one that goes through the uh, table. Instead, the 55 break it all up. Bram uh, jumps in. Uh, DCT tries to fend Bram off, but Rap Florence low blows DCT. <sighs> Too much. The 55 tie up DCT onto the ropes, and Viper gets put tombstone, not onto the table, but the wedding cake. It's not a pile driver that make it. Pile driver, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not a tombstone. Uh, Just a pile normal driver. Waste of a perfectly good cake. Right, let's, let's summarise. Quite a good of that wedding. Uh, first of all, um, first of all, what I loved is, for the listener's point of view, Dave looked so confused for that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, do you remember the stag? I remember the stag too. How great is the stag too? <laughs> the stag too. Um, oh. Wait, was it they were for the stag too again? Oh god, I can't remember. It was like they, they were on a pub crawl and then they spilled down to Mary Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so they they were. It was like the wait stop weekend or something. The Mary Hill. The, the, the best thing as well. Um, if you listen to my interview with DCT, the first one we did, uh, DCT just talks about the disc. The disc gets sent out with a camera guy. Like, go out to go out to a pub crawl. Oh, have fun with it. <laughs> Take Adam Carell with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so it's so so good. Mm-hmm. The stag do itself is just more fortunate. Mm-hmm. I think you can still get the stag do. It's on the on demand. Yeah, yeah, it's on, on, on demand. Yeah. On the on demand service. If you've never don't don't need to watch the win. Just watch the stag do. <laughs> you know, um, Scott as well. You're familiar with field turns. Yes. Uh, where would you rank the rabbit flops field turn in this one? And this was just bad. Madman. Well, well, well. I get extra points as a heel turn for the fact that it was on somebody's wedding as well. Mm. I know it was. Shocking that dastardliness, you know. It seems so buzzing to be there as well. That's what makes it worse. I know, I know, absolutely. Dave, uh, <laughs> give me a rating of uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho from last year's Wrestle Kingdom. A joke. Uh, <laughs> four and a half stars. Thank you. Uh, four and a half stars. You stingy bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Just changed my last name to Belzer. Uh, from mm. Quacko's description, what's your thoughts on this wedding? <laughs> from his description alone. Well, I think it's ICW in a nutshell, like, and it's, I'll, I'll do my best here because I didn't, like, this was before I started. I sent you the YouTube link, you yeah. watched right, it, yeah. I feel but, like we should make him watch Davey and Martina as well. Just but no, I was there for Davey and Martina. There. Oh, there you go, Davey yeah, and Martina. Yeah, uh, so like, at least I can say that, but, but I think the way you've described it, I think <laughs> it is ICW in a nutshell, like, table spot, well, table spot, cake spot as well, <laughs> and... That was a thing. Like they had a table. They had a table. Yeah. Someone's gotta go through the table. And instead, no. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I like about ICW. They sort of go against the norm and just tweak it up slightly. So, and I think they'll maybe the fact that they're saying they did it with a cake spot as well. I think. Yeah. What better way to do that? The cake spot was just a fucking beauty as well. I mean, who doesn't want to be piled piled driven into a cake for all the cake (laughs) lovers out there? It's like a first DCT. DCT was tied up in a rope, so he had to stand and watch this happen. Mm. And 
and Brav is got her in the Pelster and Pell driver possession. Starks has an bomb, right? Uh, and then James Arcanity goes up and says, wait, wait, wait. Then he puts the kick underneath them. <laughs> and DCT's watching all this happen. Brilliant. And what was the line that Viper said again? It was like... Come uh, into my garden of love. Yeah. I mean, that just writes itself. I mean, you, yeah. you wouldn't expect anything except a massive laughing response as a result. That, that, for the panelists to answer Dave's question, do you want pile driver onto a cake? Uh, I mean, I would. I like cake. I'd rather eat cake than get pile Right, guys, uh, Alan's wedding. Uh, Shut up. She'll yes. bomb the big dog onto the wedding cake. We should, we should throw. Uh, no, uh, no, Alan's the big dog. We, we, me, us, and him pile She'll pile bomb Dave onto the cake. Yes, please. She's so desperate to get put on cake. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> he didn't get to go in the canal, so let's Wait, hang on, no, 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 wait. If it's got nuts in it, I can't do it because I'm allergic. Right, anyway, it's a weird that in ICW, my two favourite pile driver spots are not on tables, not on steel chairs, but on a cake and a six foot sponge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, uh, I think the sponge is a good point to move on to our next wedding. <laughs> and it's the one chosen by myself. It's to say it's an untraditional wedding, I think is an understatement. It's the matrimony made in heaven. Between Stephanie McMahon and The Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to put this into perspective for the listeners, um, Stephanie McMahon was getting stalked by the, the Ministry of Darkness for a couple of months. Uh, was turned out to be orchestrated by Vince McMahon, but that's a completely different story. Um, so the Ministry succeeded in kidnapping Stephanie at Backlash 1999 in that creepy moment at the end of that pay per view, but it turned out that Undertaker is driving the limousine that she's in. <laughs> Buckle up, Stephanie. Or where to, Stephanie? Yeah. Yeah. Buckle up, Teddy. Teddy. Um, so we've got the next night where um, Vince McMahon is desperately hunting for his daughter. And it turns out she's just like in the boiler room or something like that, you know. It wasn't like that hard. It was it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it, your daughter's always in the last page you're looking to. Uh, so it turns out he's looking for her, can't find her, doesn't know what's happened. So then we see, as Raw ends, we see Undertaker's symbol being brought out along with the Ministry and Stephanie McMahon. She's kind of put on the symbol, and Paul Bearer begins to orchestrate the ceremony <laughs> <laughs> and to declare Stephanie the bride of the Lord of Darkness. So we get run-ins and shenanigans. We get Ken Shamrock. Oh no, which, no, we can. We're talking about him later. No, no, you can't brush over these, Stephen. You need to, you need to explain <laughs> it more fully. Like Baku did with his way. So Ken Shamrock makes a rather pitiful attempt to come into the ring, doesn't he? He gets beaten down for a moment by the acolytes when the hero Viscera <laughs> The man that everybody wants at their wedding Hashtag Mr for Hall of Fame 2020 Yes, squashes uh, Shamrock but also Viss played a big part for that when he helped to carry the, the cross with Stephanie on it to the ring so please continue, Stephen. <laughs> so yeah, Shamrock gets squished. The Big Show gets hit with a 2x4, is it? Big Show looked terrible here. He ran down in his pants. Big Show gets laid out, it's sort of awful. He did the world's worst big boot to Farouk. And then as Paul Bearer goes, You may now kiss your bride. And the worst Paul. Oh, yes. I was about to say, my Paul Bearer impression was terrible, then Dave did that. <laughs> then we get the hero, Stone Cold Steve Austin, comes down and saves his, his arch enemy's daughter from the hands of The Undertaker. Austin's the hero, and we have Stephanie's first WWE match, which we may talk about the other ones later. 
Alright, so I've summarised that quickly. Um, Scott! Yes. Uh, what's your thoughts on this wedding? Well, this really makes this for me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'm just saying, I love how sympathetic Stephanie looks here, whereas any time in the future, if you hit this, your people will be cheering for Stephanie to be put on a cross. <laughs> the character, not the person. The character. Oh, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, well, this, I think. Given the Undertaker and Kane, you know, being brothers of destruction, at least you can say Undertaker sort of set the bar for creepy weddings in WWE, and then uh, Kane, his fellow brother of destruction, has just as creepy a wedding with with Lita. So I mean, I don't remember much much of it, but I think having Stephanie on the cross definitely was a uh, oh that that was a dark moment, especially when you know there was when we talked about Kurt Angle and his the fact. That you know he didn't want to be associated with ECW because of Raven and the Sandman's uh, stint with the the crucifixion and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think when you sort of set up something like that, it does it can come across as distasteful, but at the same time, I mean, how else were they going to do it with you know the Undertaker in the Ministry, and that's kind of what their sort of gimmick was all about. Yeah, I mean, uh, Sarah. Before the show, you mentioned first of all how many weddings is Stephanie involved in. I don't think she had much of a choice in this particular matter. <laughs> all the months that came before. Her. I mean, no, I, I can't imagine she'd have much say in this. I mean, if she did, she was the craziest bitch alive. I'm not, but, gonna, um, lie. I'm not gonna lie. That ending to Backlash '99 is one of the creepiest things oh, yeah, I've seen in my life. With Undertaker. Because like I sat and watched the wedding, and I went, "This doesn't make much sense." And I watched like the end segment of Backlash, and I went, "Right, okay, now this makes sense." In my opinion, this was an absolutely ridiculous yet iconic angle. Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> great for creeps worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, like, it was just completely ridiculous. I mean, it's not so much a wedding, just like a sacrifice to the Dark Lords a sacrifice the to the, A sacrifice to the Lord of Darkness who answered to a higher power who happened to be Vince McMahon. Hmm. Was this... Is it three weddings Stephanie's had in Raw? So mm-hmm. Undertaker, yep. Test, and, and Triple H. Yeah. So none of them have gone quite to plan, have they? Well, 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 technically, well, four, well real life, Triple H worked out pretty well. Technically, four, because she, she was getting married to Test, but she was already married to Triple H, and then they tried to yeah. renew their marriage. Oh, version. No, the, yeah. dri- the drive in the wedding, yes. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about She didn't have much choice in that one. She's had two weddings on Raw in the one night. We'll probably talk about that later. I think, to be fair to Stephanie, I think she was glad the first one didn't go to plan, if yeah. you know what I mean. Can I just talk about JR for a second here? Like, it's just, there's a small space between Paul Bear pronouncing them and the glass shirting, and you just hear JR so angry, just say, oh for God's sake! <laughs> just in his loud southern accent, just oh, like... Oh, somebody help him! As if, as if, if Austin Hunt came out, it was almost saying like JR was going to try and get up and do something, <laughs> as if he can do something, just there's... to see if this take him out and all. There was a great bit at the end, when uh, at the end of Rogers is finishing his Vince hugging Stephanie as she's been rescued and he's saying to Stone Cold, thank you, thank you. And you think for a moment, maybe they're on the same page. Little did we know that it was all part of his evil plan. It was me all along, Austin. His evil plan, which made no sense. I mean, no. if you look back in the, in the build-up to this wedding, it was some... You you were scared as a kid, but you look back at it and the, the, the angle could have went somewhere. It's ridiculous. It's... I know, but the, the thing I found really creepy was the point where the ministry goes to Vince's house. Oh yeah. And there's just a big symbol and they have they send a po- there's like a they send a police guy to the house and the police guy just like goes to the front door and window just goes, No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, it's all cool. 
Just before we move off, let's just say we've had three people we've put up tonight who would be awesome folk, four if we include Sarah, to conduct your weddings. Sarah, the million dollar man, <laughs> Slick and Paul Bearer. You'd be happy with any of them, surely. I think Paul Bearer's one was a bit more dastard. Don't throw oh, me in with yeah. them. <laughs> How dare you put me in with those? Would you, you imagine that, can you just imagine Paul Bearer in that really shrilly voice doing your wedding ceremony? I mean, oh, I think yeah. that's... Would you rather his voice or my voice doing that though? His actually. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Moving before before Dave gets killed, um, would you have liked to have seen these two as a married couple going forward? Would they have liked to have seen them went somewhere with it? Or I'd be happy that Austin came out and saved the day. I think it would be hilarious. Imagine a goth Stephanie. Oh yeah, that's just Stephanie as the Lady of Darkness, I think that. Yeah, that's really <laughs> fun. Imitates life. She would have been great for the higher power. Exactly. Oh, that's uh, where it should have went. That may have made more sense. Mm-hmm. If you like to also try to rebook the higher power angle, we've got a show on that particular topic coming up in a few weeks, you know, where this wedding will be talked about once again. That's <laughs> a big part. We get Segway. to talk about Vistara again. Yay! <laughs> Segway. When's the Vistara show happening? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so um, campaign moves on. You, you talked about him too much. We were talking two or five live of all things. <laughs> three or five live. <laughs> it's not even. Three no, or five. Not even three or five would be enough. It'd be like five or five live. <laughs> but uh, yeah, people want to listen to how, how would this rate in terms of your wrestling weddings? Mm, somewhere oh, in the middle. Even on the creepy scale. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in the middle in terms of you know being just nice and just. Downright. I thought it was. I thought crazy. it was great. Just because of the moment. Maybe, yeah. Maybe the reason, top five. Maybe the reason Undertaker wasn't at Kane's wedding because Kane wasn't invited to this one either. Because he was. Because Vince was. Try, was he not trying to get him committed at this point? I don't know. <laughs> I think he was trying to get. I can't remember what was happening at Kane at this point. He can't keep up with what was happening bloody ninety nine. I know. It was, it was a year of Billy Gunn when they bloody King of the Ring. Billy Gunn's teaming up with Grant Holt in the Norris show in a couple of, uh, in a couple of months. <laughs> Grant Holt, the ex footballer. Yeah. He's teaming up with Billy Gunn in a tag team match. Mm-hmm. For uh, anybody who wanted to know that with particular bit of knowledge. Uh, right, so that has been all our choices for weddings. Now, there's not just six weddings in wrestling history. No, there's plenty more. I'm going to have a bit of an open discussion. Before we have an open discussion, I want to outline to both the listeners and the panel what I think is the greatest wedding party in the history of wedding parties. It was the wedding party of the wedding between Jay Lethal and SoCal Valentini. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what we are, the Jay Lethal's wedding party, party consisted of Kamala, Jake the Snake Roberts, Coco Beware, and George the Animal Steel. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> of course, isn't it? Just... Are they not all Hall of Famers now? Uh, I don't think Kamala's not. I don't think Kamala is. No, Kamala isn't, right? Just. George Animal Steel was in first, then it was Coco Beware, then it was Jake Snake. But what a wedding party that was. And with all those people in attendance, Sanjay Dutt's the one that breaks up the wedding. <laughs> uh, anybody want to chip in with any of their favourite ones? I think I was asking about that wedding. Given his track record, why are you inviting Jake Roberts to your wedding? Did he not watch Macho Man? Stay in a box! Uh, Dave, you had that one. Yeah, well, you were on the subject of Billy Gunn there. Um, Smack- <laughs> God, no. Smackdown. Don't do it. Yes. No. Don't do it. Come on. Don't do it. It has just to get out of the way. No. Smackdown 2003, Billy and Chuck. No. Yes, it's a controversial wedding. Yeah. To summarise it. Oh, no. The MVP of this wedding has to be Eric Bischoff. Oh, <laughs> that impression he pulled off with the, the face mask and stuff. 
Does somebody say three minutes? <laughs> three minutes? <laughs> and, uh, like you, you had the appearance of the Godfather in the whole train as well, and it was more, it just seemed more about Rico. This wedding than yes, the wedding was all about Rico. Yeah, <laughs> Rico is the envy, is the one that everybody was notes about this wedding. Yeah, it wasn't uh, bad enough. Billy got ruined King of the Ring, had to ruin weddings as well. Yes, mm. what was unfortunate with this is this story been built up for so long and then just went absolutely nowhere. Mm. I'd like to hear Ross defend this. Just, uh, just no, another uh, you know, talk about weddings like that. Another interesting one from kind of around about that time. Uh, Don Marie and the now deceased Al Wilson. Uh, that was, a, that was, that was disturbing when I was researching this. Was so watching it going, oh my oh, god. And Al stripping off and getting married in his pants. Uh, no, can you see that? This was this <laughs> is Al. a weird thing for me personally because years ago I actually had to work with an Al Wilson who was a really good guy. And Stephen knows who I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, about, yeah. Yeah, David also knows. I forgot. Oh, yeah, Dave, Dave and Stephen. Yeah, still here. And both, <laughs> both Al's are. Oh, I forgot. Both Al's are completely different, I must add, but it was still funny. It was, when Tony Wilson's recent Hall of Fame induction, people were trying to have a bit of a like humour to the fact that Al Wilson actually passed away. People were like, he's, did, did they not die? It's like 17 years ago. People were like, how are they going to explain Al appearing in the crisis before he died? Like, how are they going to explain him being in the front row yeah. if, he'd, if by all accounts he's died years ago? Any other ones, anyone? I've got one that I was keen to give a special mention to, which is Steph, Stephanie and Test. Yes. For a number of reasons, there's so much about it. Um, Test coming out to his theme song and being called Test. <laughs> uh, and the wedding party here, we had Edge and Christian escorting out separately, escorting out bridesmaids. D'Lo Brown, who still did the swagger. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Sean Stasiak. <laughs> yeah. And then we had, um, so he got invited to the wedding. Friend of the show as well, <laughs> not, not friend of Ross McLeod. <laughs> um, and we had Gerald Briscoe escorting the fabulous Muller to the ring, and Pat Patterson escorting me young. It was, it was just amazing. Oh, geez. And oh. Tess was sweaty as hell as well. Well, mm. he was made to wrestle that same night. That was the greatest. <laughs> that was the greatest swerve I think. Weddings at that point in time, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, with Triple H in the drive-thru? Yeah. Yeah, that was excellent. I was getting quite upset actually over that, just because I, like, I was not crying even. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I think it's just because, like, this is what, I've not seen a lot of these weddings, because I'm still, I'm still quite new to, like, the wrestling at this point, and when I watched it back, I was like, they, they, it was actually quite convincing of a cute relationship, and it, it dabbed you, it actually broke my heart, I didn't cry. Didn't cry, just when I reiterated, I did not cry. But it was, it felt really quite heartbreaking because that actually, it was very convincing and it seems like the only time they've ever made a relationship actually look convincing. It was very, it was very well done. It was very, it was, it was very um, dodgy as well on how Triple H just con- conducted himself from the man who now could be running the competition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, this was the attitude error though, they could got away with anything really. See, so, are you getting any ones, other ones in mind to tell me? Vicky Guerrero and Edge. Oh, oh yes. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> Worst <laughs> wedding ever. I've, Excuse me! Introduce us to Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox. That's why it's the worst. We gave it to Alicia Fox and then she just stayed around like a relative who says, all of you here a couple of nights and they're here years later. Single collaborator and only fools and horses. Like, like she's still here. 
Wait. She was a wedding planner as well. Yeah, yeah. she was the wedding planner. She's and... like, literally, you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make out with the groom. <laughs> She did plan a wedding. She and it doesn't say that she doesn't have to sleep. It's in the extracurricular group. activities. And then, she gets, then she gets in the ring. Says, "I'll learn one move: the Northern Lights suplex, and I won't learn any other moves." <laughs> I know it's. Uh, no, she does the the axe kick. She botches quite a lot. Well, <laughs> okay, again, that's what. That's why I said she only knows one move because she doesn't box the normal way so like, yeah. I think Triple H's role was actually pretty pivotal in that the Tri- fact he was playing. Triple H has had some wedding history oh. as well. As you said, it was him that revealed Alicia. Fox. Yeah. He has a brass neck, Triple H. He has. I know. He's also he's off his other wedding with uh, Stephanie McMahon, the renewing of the vows, which he gives a fantastic quote of calling her a lying bitch. <laughs> it just seems that Triple H hates weddings as much as Bram does. Tombstone, the, uh, not Tombstone's pedigree, his father in law. That's as well. Not the first time. He not the last. No, not the last time. Yeah. Done that. Well, the first time at the wedding, I'm sure. The thing about that one is that was the big moment in the build-up to a WrestleMania main event between uh, Triple H and Jericho. Was this whole build up feature a dog possibly getting run over? Oh, and the sad thing is Jericho was champion going into that feud, and he was essentially the third wheel. Yeah. And because the real feud was between Triple H and Steph, it was like John Cena, The Rock, and The Miz. Well, because that one was kind of centered around a fake pregnancy. I did. Stephanie was uh, Stephanie was was pregnant. Then Triple H found out she wasn't pregnant. That was the whole lying aspect of it. Uh, mm-hmm. There was another wedding that involved a pregnancy. I don't know if he's familiar with this one from the days of WCW between Stacy Keebler and David, David Flair. Flair. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Even the sound of it's good. Essentially, uh, apparently Stacy Keebler was pregnant with David Flair's child. David Flair would be punching there, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and, what, um, what was, did it turn out it, it wasn't his? Yeah. Stacy revealed that uh, it wasn't David it Flair's... It ran away. It wasn't David Flair's uh, kid. She ran off from the ceremony and the angle went nowhere. <laughs> they were not big enough to get that over, in my not. opinion. The, the one thing about it though is they were a real life couple at that point in time. Yeah. <sighs> I'm not a big fan of that. I don't like that. What, real life couples getting married in the room? No, 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 not that. It's um, that blur between reality and kayfabe. It's like they're trying to bring real life stuff into it. I don't like it. I really don't like it. It's, it, it's a scripted TV show for a reason. It's like a TV drama. You're not going to bring in real life storylines between certain actors into the show. I just don't like it. I think it's quite tacky. Yeah, so did the facts, so they didn't really. It was, it was peak Vince Russo era WCW. It plays everything. And I went down like a sack of tacks. Uh, talking about bringing real life aspects into it, uh, there was a Jeff Jarrett Karen Angle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Talk about awkwardness. See, this is when you don't do it. Yeah, but we had Eric Young as a ring bearer and Orlando Jordan as a flower girl. <laughs> oh, who remembers Orlando Jordan? Me. Well, Stephen does his hands. <laughs> yeah. Me, I did my research. Orlando Jordan was going through a very weird period. Yeah. He had an interesting career. He was. Um, Part of that stellar stable that JBL had, the the cabinet. JBL's cabinet, yeah. He was Secretary of State. No, he no, was Director of Staff. Chief of Staff, yeah. Sorry, you're okay. Basham's. Basham's, Basham's was Secretary of Defence. Secretary of Defence. And uh, he had Ultimate Warrior's last match. He did. He had an independent match. Was his entrance not like he comes out wrapped in police caution tape? That was his TNA entrance. That's when he was yeah, a flower girl. That was very, very <laughs> weird. Um, does anybody remember the old days of NXT? Yes. Yeah. Do any of you remember the old wedding? Not the Goldust one, the other wedding that happened in NXT. 
Johnny Curtis and Maxine. Oh my yes. god. Oh, wow. Fandango. Oh, god, from, from the season that never ended. I'm getting post-traumatic flashbacks from that. Mm. Uh, and we got out. Who, who stopped the wedding? EC3 with know nose Derek Bateman. Yeah. He's weird hair. What a wall of fame this is. Maxine from Lucha Underground, whatever her name is now. Marion Fandango. Fandango, yeah. Interrupted by EC3. Wow. Top 1% of weddings. That's how, that's when you knew the original format of NXT was going downhill. Oh, you knew it was downhill when apparently the video evidence incriminated uh, Mr. Curtis was him sending an email to the SmackDown GM, but he was on the iPad for literally five seconds. <laughs> He's quick, quick fingers. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <Top> do <ended> wrong. Here's <laughs> <laughs> wow. da- dancing fandango. <laughs> um, Gary, do you remember Terry Long's wedding? Oh yes, one of the things I loved about this wedding was that the guests were seated in the aisle and they had um, IRS was there with sitting beside Mr McMahon and there were some other randoms it was just... Was Godfather oh. there? Yeah, he tried to offer one of his holes to yeah. Teddy. Yeah, that's right. And Teddy had his heart attack, didn't he? And then ended up losing his job in the back of it. Yeah, it was really. Uh, was this not his, return, his return to work was not managed well with WWE. They did not make reasonable adjustments for him to return. Yeah, they don't. They don't handle employee welfare very well, do no, they? No, no. Like, have you had an accident at work that wasn't your fault? Oh, well, yeah. uh, but that was um, that was. I think that was yes. all Vicky's plan to become GM. No, maybe. Uh, what was her name again? Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, yes. she, she was meant to play the Vicky Guerrero role along with Edge, but she said no because she didn't like the idea of. Of that role, that's it. She shortly left WWE. Yeah, she was married yeah. to Bobby. Oh, well, she was Bobby married Lashley. to Bobby Lashley. Yeah. yeah. This is some interesting stuff. This one. Yeah. And do, you know, do they not reveal that the reason uh, for Taylor Long's heart attack was he took too much Viagra before the wedding? <laughs> is that not? Is that not how Al Wilson died? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Something else involving Viagra. But I don't think it was the main. <laughs> can you imagine that? Can you imagine that funeral though? Just. Big smile in his face and they kind of get the lid of the coffin down. Uh, wow, David! Oh, so like, well, like, like, oh, well, it's still game. David, I'm actually going to go to you on this one now. Um, <laughs> do you uh, remember the other Karen Angle TNA wedding? Uh, no, I don't really. I didn't really know much of TNA at the time. Did anybody else remember the old Kurt Angle, Karen Angle wedding from TNA? No. no. Essentially, uh, they were renewing their vows and. Um, they were the heels at the time, they had the heel stable. Part of the heel stable was Tonko, Tyson Tonko, <laughs> yeah. and Mr. AJ Styles. Was this Fortune? No, this was not before Fortune, this was uh, the Angle Alliance. Oh, of course it was, yeah. And um, all the faces in TNA at that point came out, and um, they tried to chase off uh, AJ, who was very cowardly at that point in time, as a lackey to cut the angle. And in some confusion, instead of Karen Angle and Cut Angle renewing their vows, Karen Angle married AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I bet Wendy wasn't Bigamous. happy with that. Wendy! <laughs> Wendy! How does, how does that rank in um, shenanigans? I mean, that's, I'm all for shenanigans. That's the TNA written all over it. That's, uh, that's just so messed up. I don't even know how that happens. I don't know how that happens either, but apparently it did happen in TNA. What, what uh, bloody piece TNA did they get? Everything is yeah, acceptable. I think, I think you've just answered your own question. Yeah, Sarah, do you remember the most recent TNA win? Which actually I think happened after the the AJ Daniel Bryan one with uh, Zack Ryder's girlfriend. Oh, oh when Karen. Chelsea became a hot mess. Uh, yes. I love Chelsea so much. And anybody else remember the f- f- fun of this one? It was the marriage of Braxton Sutter and Laurel Van Ness, which had uh, Mike Bennett v 
being up playing an awful drunk groomsman. <laughs> Uh, if you're not a fan of TNA, you, should, you, should, you need to watch this. Maria Maria Menounos. Menounos, right. I was thinking of that top bomb of the Yeah, you were about to say Menounos. <laughs> yeah, Menounos. Uh, Maria is absolutely hateable in this. It's so, so good. Can we talk about the very grand affair of Session of Martina and Ravy Davy? Yes, yes, we yes. can. Go and I could say I was there. Yes, talk us through it. <laughs> <laughs> and as much detail as Cracker did, Dave, yeah. please, if not more. I want to feel like I was so there, I was there, but I want to feel like I was there. <laughs> well, Billy Kirk read an address again, just that was pure hilarity. That's the best hilarity, it you was beautiful. Yeah, you wouldn't expect anything less from Billy. And, um, but uh, I think I remember the one line, of, I mean, I know it was a little bit, bit silly at times, but <laughs> I think there was one line, I think it was like, um, I would give you my last pack of ciggies or something. Give you all my cans. Give <laughs> you all my cans, and I'd take my kappa raincoat, keep you dry from the rain, that kind of thing. I think this was probably the show that Sarah became a blade after. <laughs> I think it actually might have been. That was a. Uh, Not gonna was, lie. That was the show. It was that just yeah. two years ago. I think it was. Must have been there. It must have been like yeah. probably the inspiration of Leighton Buzzard. Yeah. And, then, and the MVP that is Leighton Buzzard that inspired me to become an ordained minister. And then the following match with Bram and Ravy Davy, that was that was difficult to watch. That yeah. was a tough match to watch. Difficult but it showed how much of a trooper Davy is because he's because he wants to be busted open. Mm. But it just wasn't given out. And it was you can see it was like to try to get himself try to get into it, but it just was not happening and his eyes he, I was swelled up yeah sorry just I talk about we're talking about TNA <clears throat> sorry TNA wins oh, sorry wait, wait a minute sorry I was going to bring it up before we moved on to this go for it the TNA win the best TNA win they ever did was between Billy Ray and Brooke Hogan where somehow they made that whole episode about whether or not Hulk Hogan would walk her down the aisle so once again it's always about Hulk Hogan and then eventually he does do it and then it ends when Taz gets up in the middle of the ceremony, takes his jacket and off and, and he aces and aces on the back of his waistcoat because you can hear the fans because they can see how they turns around and then aces and aces come out and beat everybody up. That's a, that's a, I forgot about that wedding match. That's, that's how you do wedding shenanigans. <laughs> uh, there's some ones from further back ago which have some very interesting descriptions. Wrestling weddings in the 80s were crazy. Uh, Gary, you talked about Sherry earlier on. You know she had a wedding in WCW in the 90s? I did not, no. With Colonel Parker. Who? Oh, yeah. You've told me and I still don't know. Uh, some, of the, some of the aspects of this wedding, folks, I'll just describe it, was uh, Colonel Parker had, um, they had no money for the chapel. <laughs> no money for anything, apparently. Mean Gene was on play-by-play. Of course. And it turned out that... Um, Medusa interrupted it because she was married to Colonel Parker, which led to a match between Medusa and Colonel Parker. <laughs> which Parker won. <laughs> this is a weird one. Yeah. That is. So, yeah, that was right before Bash at the Beach. It was not long before the NWO started. <laughs> which, um. Some something up. Uh, David, did you know Luna Vachon's father, Paul Vachon, had a wedding? Blank stare right here. You're like, Do you know who Luna Fashon is? Yeah, I know who Luna Fashon is. Yeah, it's the former women's champion. This was the first wrestling wedding, I think, on record in any, any particular promotion. Uh, Take your word for it. It was held in front of a crowd of just wrestlers, no fans, no family members, or no, no anybody. Some of, some of the highlights was Captain Lou Albano, the great manager that he is, 
saying that he wants to marry the fabulous Miller. Okay. Oh, and George the Animal Steel, who seems to have a questionable track record at these weddings, <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to look up the bride's dress. You know, nowadays you could be arrested for that. Could have been arrested there! <laughs> it was just frowned upon back then. <laughs> As if you're saying, like, oh, back in the day, you could look up anybody's skirt you wanted to. And um, the final wrestling wedding I want to talk about is do you know we actually had a legitimate wedding on an episode of Saturday Night Main Event? Well, the character of Uncle Elmer. <laughs> Now, I've seen the video of this and I just look so, I was so uncomfortable watching this, so I don't even want to talk about it. Does anybody remember this? No. David, no. you don't really know wrestling existed before 2000. <laughs> <laughs> well, just when you say Uncle Elmer, the first person that comes to my head is Elmer Fudd. Well, what? this is the one... <laughs> He's not far off it, if I'm honest. Well, I will sell you on this wedding with one sentence. Mean Gene playing the organ. <laughs> <laughs> Title of your sex tape. We had them off. That's the weirdest sex tape ever. This is. Sh- you need to watch this. This is. There's so many. This is shenanigans central. Okay. Roddy Piper. Inter- <laughs> Roddy Piper interrupts this for no no reason. This is the one where the macho man's brother comes out, and reads a poem, and Jesse the Body Ventura is pushed into a cake. Screw getting pile driver then He was pushed into a cake. The macho uh, man's brother didn't even come to the macho man's wedding. <laughs> I don't know he went to this one. Well, he listened to his poem, he thought that was shit, I'm not having you doing that in yeah. that way. Yeah, but we listened to, he went to this one between Uncle Elmer and Joyce. Who's Joyce? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was at the Saturday Night Men event. They, they were actually married in real life until Uncle Elmer sadly passed in the early 90s. Well, there was a dour end to that. It's a nice way to end the show this week. I, um, we know. I've asked you all what your favourite one was and you all said earlier on, but from the list of other ones that we didn't mention between the six, what is your favourite wrestling wedding of all these ad hoc ones? Sarah, I'll start with you. Mm. Yeah, Isn't yeah. it be good? It could just be fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could just be fun. I'll say maybe David's session with Martina then. Mm-hmm. That was, there was loads of cans exchanged in that thing. Related. <laughs> David? Uh, well, I think out of all those other ones, I think the only one that really sticks in my mind is Edge and Vicky. Just because of, you know, the, the whole reveal segment and Vicky just goes and off it, her nut at the end. And it led to the return of the Undertaker. Mm-hmm, yep. Uh, Scott? I think Stephanie Test, because that then led to Stephanie being with Triple H and, like, you, and they would become a couple in real life, so I think it's one of the more iconic wrestling wins. Yeah, and it led to um, the five-star classic at Armageddon 99 between uh, Vince McMahon and Triple H. Which, <laughs> I, which I've always wondered, why didn't Tess fight Triple H, the only actual wrestler who did get screwed over at his own wedding? I have no idea, because Vince wants to be everywhere. Uh, Gary? Oh, it's, it's such a hard one, some of them are so funny. <laughs> uh, Billy and Chuck, Eric Bischoff was amazing in that. Yeah, it's questionable because of the way it portrayed the LGBT community, but what you said with Bischoff yeah. is absolutely brilliant. Quacko, Session Boss Martina and Ravy Davy. Just Bram. Even Calf came out for the show. In fact, I miss Calf. In fact, actually, quickly before we finish up, I'm going to ask you all this one as well. If you had to pick a sh- wedding best man and maid of honour, who would it be? A wrestler? Oh. 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 Okay. Quickly, go for uh. it. Oh, oh, I don't And should it not be or? <laughs> maid of honour or best man? Or best man, yeah. Right. Okay. David. Uh, I don't know. The one name that just popped in my head there, Finn Balor. And I think he just be he the guy. He outshine you. I'm so sorry, but he would outshine you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. Apart from the you know the groom that is the one getting married, I think you'd want your best man to be 
you know, he's the one that's meant to well, enter- everyone's thirsty for the best man, because I'd be thirsty <laughs> for that best man. Everybody would just be like, he'd, he'd be the one to entertain the guest properly, he's got the accent to do it for him, and he just seems like a guy you could just count on. And the ladies would be thirsty after him. Most brides worry about the bridesmaid showing them up in this <laughs> really? instance. Yeah. Be, the bride would be worried about but the best man showing them up. You know what else? <laughs> With his magnificent abs, You know what Harry? I would say, though? I think he'd throw a cracking stag do in Ireland <laughs> as well. Did you have him come down the aisle as the demon as well? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Scott, no, no, yeah. Scott, well, I'm not on the spot, so I'm just going to say K because he makes sure nobody goes any trouble because he's getting up and tombstone them. Gary, guess what I'd pick. No, I think I'd have to go for my man Viscera. Yep, that, that'll tickle a bait. It's <laughs> not the same scenario, that's <laughs> Sarah, who would you go for? You know, just surely for the entertainment purposes. Session Moth Martina. How did I know you were going to say Session Moth? Because she's a... Oh, she's a band. She's full of dance. I love her. Okay. I've got two. Go for Either. Right. R-Truth. Because um, so I would, in case of how I'm feeling, I would want him to forget their wedding rings. <laughs> and my second choice would be Mark Henry in a salmon suit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> top draw. I'm supposed to give you the ring to fix you up with more. I want to be married in style. That's it. Can I say no way, Jose? <laughs> yeah, conga like going. Yeah, conga like going. Him or. Uh, I don't know, something like gold dust or something. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Gold dust or red dust? What? You're something like. Ah, never mind. Top and bottom. You've been what? You've been watching bum and being the elite videos. You trying to be cool? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, that's the end of our wrestling wedding show. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've listened to, then you can find all our past shows on our brand spanking updated website, suplexretweet.com. You'll find all our past shows as we continuously update them. We've nearly got the full back catalogue on there, along with pretty much everything else that's going on at Suplex Retweet or you can search for us on your chosen podcast platform. Just search for Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I've told you two of them throughout the show, but we are on various ones, including Spotify, uh, Anchor, and iTunes. And you can also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Suplex Retweet. Right in the coming weeks, we have got our next all-women's panel show, hosted by Sarah. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to this. It's the third installment of the historic... All women's panel show. It's officially a trilogy. <laughs> it is. It is a trilogy. I'm very happy. It's going to be, it's gonna be like the Star Wars trilogy. She's going to need to do prequels. It's never going to end. Okay, the saga will never come to an end. That's like the, the Fast and the Furious. It's like the Fast and the Furious of wrestling podcasts. It's like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's like the Lord of the Rings third one. It's going to have multiple endings. You keep thinking the show's staying up, then it got another ten minutes. This time it's personal. It's part the second time ever since the first time ever since the first time ever. I look forward to episode three B. So many taglines. I love it. Yeah, we've got the all women show. All women show free traffic jam. I'll see what I can Like Fast and the Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. <laughs> uh, Watch week- it. Watch it. <laughs> then the week after that, um, Scott's going to be in the hosting chair. He's hosting a Double or Nothing preview. Yes, so we're talking about all the matches for the first ever AEW show, including his old Dustin or Red Dust, wherever he is now, <laughs> taking on his brother Cody. Yes, and we've got the, the same again, Chris Jericho. And also this month coming up, we've got a tribute show to Owen Hart. And to mark 20 years since his passing and a review of Glow Season 2 yes. so that is coming up on those shows I would like to thank my panel for today first of all I'd like to thank our ordained minister Sarah Grief 
You're welcome. She's marrying David Scott after this show. <laughs> I object to that. Am I getting paid for this? <laughs> if you do that, I would pay. <laughs> I'd rather marry David Campbell than him. No offence, Dave. I can make that work. <laughs> at least David bring, David Campbell brings Lure to the wedding. I just need two people, two witnesses and myself, and that's, that's all I need. Two people to marry, two witnesses, and me to ordain. To the stood up David Hall. <laughs> Uh, thanks very much um, and on that note I'm going to leave the show for about a month now so uh, um, I'm off to I'm he's, off, to, he's <laughs> off on his honeymoon he took me up it wasn't personal don't take it that he's just off. scared that I'm just going to walk around behind him and just find someone to marry him to no screw this I'm moving to America <laughs> moving to America <laughs> to, uh, I hate you all <laughs> we love you to, um, David Campbell's future wife Scott McLeod <laughs> I'm not. Alright, he's literally lost for words. He's that happy. And to, I forgot to mention it on the show, to the man who this past weekend completed the London Marathon, yeah. Gary Kelly. Thank you very much. And to the hat, Kwaku Aji. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to bring a hat for you on Friday, Kwaku. Bring a sombrero. Yeah, wear Jackie Polo's white cowboy hat. Jackie. <laughs> no. <laughs> that has been us. We will see you next week. Catch you later. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!